With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome and thank you for downloading episode 134 of the Golf Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host as always, Adam, from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow me on Twitter at GolfUnfiltered. You can send me an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and we also have a Snapchat. So uh, today, actually, you can also find us on Periscope. We are recording live. Uh, Well, obviously, I'm recording. I always record live, but we're also broadcasting live over Periscope. And so, folks, if you uh, have the chance to listen in uh, via Periscope or watch what we're doing, go ahead and send in some questions. I'm going to answer a few uh, on air. Uh, feel free to ask whichever you want. We've also we've already gotten a question or two already sent in before we got going here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Luke Donald, and we're also going to talk about uh, maybe a giveaway towards the end of this episode. So you wanna you wanna stay tuned on that. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. I'm going to kind of work. Uh, we've got Twitter open here. We've got Periscope open here. I've got so many distractions going on right now. I see the hearts going up on Periscope. Thanks so much for doing that. We got some topics we want to talk about, and one of the topics that I actually went on and broadcasted yesterday was uh, on Periscope was regarding this conversation I had on Twitter not too long ago, and that was about how much would you prefer to pay for golf balls. Now, to backtrack even further, I went so far as to say that if you spend more than $30 for a dozen golf balls, you're doing it wrong. Well... I got some response from that, as you could probably imagine. Um, I got into a conversation with uh, a good buddy of mine, JB, uh, from THP Media. Shout out to you guys as well, for those of you who are listening to this show on the THP Radio app. And a friend in the industry uh, by the name of Adam uh, works for one of the major brands. And also, uh, the three of us got into a conversation. And so while the the two uh, gentlemen disagreed with my $30 threshold... um, some good points were brought up back and forth. My whole premise was there's this law of diminishing returns. Now, I'm not an economist. I don't necessarily say that I'm a, an expert in that concept of uh, diminishing returns. But basically, think of it like this. If you're going to spend a ton of money, or if you've got money, let's just say that. You're not spending a ton of money yet. You've got a certain dollar amount, and you want to buy golf balls. Let's say you have $100 and you want to buy golf balls. At some point, performance and the amount of money that you're spending, if you think of it like a curve, I'm doing the little finger graphic for our folks on Periscope, it's going to drop. There's going to be an inverse negative relationship. And we also call that a negative correlation. So in other words, the more that you spend, at some point, performance is going to either hit a ceiling or perhaps even start dropping. Who knows? Who knows what that dollar amount is? In my opinion, and I don't have data other than my own perception and what I've done on the golf course, my perception is that $30 is that ceiling. 
And the reason I say that is because there's so many great golf ball options out there these days that come under the $30 price tag. Yes, there are some that, you know, fluctuate around $35, maybe even 40 We all know the costly Pro V1s that, uh, you know, I'll call out the brands. You know, Titleist, you know, they, they charge a hefty penny for the newest Pro V1s. Yes, you can go out and you can buy, you know, last year's version or even a couple years ago because they, you know, constantly revamp the Pro V1 and they just continue to keep the name. I do understand that Titleist is coming out with a new golf ball as well. That's not called the Pro V1. But you're going to pay close to $60 a dozen. And for me, that's that's just way too much because I don't see the benefits in my game, personally, in playing a Pro V1, an expensive golf ball. So that comes out to what? What does that come out to? About 3 4 almost $5 a ball? Maybe even, yeah, about $5 a ball if you're paying, you know, 60 bucks for a dozen. Is it worth it? That I don't know. In fact, I'm saying it probably isn't because I can actually go out and spend $30 on a, on a dozen golf balls. I can go spend $20 on a dozen golf balls. And really the biggest metric that I'm worried about at the end of the day is, say it with me, everyone, your score. My score doesn't really fluctuate all that much dependent on ball that I'm playing. Now, I do have specific preferences. You know, I like the feeling of a soft golf ball. I don't want, you know, and and the softness goes all the way through, you know, every club in the bag. And no, I do not sing in Arabic, whoever asked that on Periscope. Um, I like the feel of, of a golf ball from, you know, being soft off the driver, off long irons, hybrids, putters, whatever. You can tell the difference between a rock-hard golf ball and something that's a little bit softer, a urethane cover, for example. But you don't have to pay $60 a dozen for that. And so I made this argument on Twitter. Uh, it was a very peaceful debate, very professional debate. Thank you to both Josh and uh, Adam for getting into that. But I, I took it a little bit further, and I actually went and I, I just made a quick unscientific Twitter poll. You guys who watch this or who listen to this show or read the site know I like doing these Twitter polls. Um, and on the poll, I just asked a question that, uh, understandably, I probably could have worded a little bit better, and thanks to those of you who pointed that out. What is the maximum you are willing to spend on a dozen golf balls? So I gave some options. I said $20, $30, $40, or more than $40. And you can actually go and see the results of this poll on my Twitter uh, website or Twitter site at Golf Unfiltered. Twitter profile is the word I was looking for. The poll has now ended. 438 people cast their votes. What do you think the top one was? Well, $30. The threshold of $30 was the, the winner, the one that received the most votes. Now, here's the tricky thing about polls, and this is something for a lot of you folks to keep in mind when you read these online polls. There are two options in the among the four that are actually higher than the one that won it. The $40 option, 26% of the pollsters, which is a horrible word, but I'm going to use it, voted for that. And then a whopping 28% 
agreed that they would pay more than $40 for a dozen golf balls. That surprised me a little bit. So when you add those two options together, you're getting about 54%. So more than half of the 438 votes, so 200 and whatever it is, 14, whatever it is, someone keep my uh, math honest, they, they would pay more than the $30 that I'm arguing. Now, this is very surprising to me. I don't know where that's coming from. I mean, okay, let's be honest. I know where it's coming from. It's from the people that want to, uh, that have the expendable money to go and pay that much for a dozen golf balls. Something, a, a commodity or a product that you're going to lose and damage because you're you're striking this product over and over again with, with hard golf clubs. They are meant to be destructible. There's no way to avoid it. But again, we're talking about golf. We're talking about a rich man's game. Folks on Periscope can see me doing the air quotes. This shouldn't be surprising, but it did surprise me. And the reason it surprised me is this point that I made earlier, is because there's so many options out there that you can go ahead and and just spend less money. Folks on Periscope, I apologize if I missed your question. I'm kind of uh, all over the place here, but please feel free to, to re-ask. And if I uh, go back and re-watch this, I'll be sure to answer any questions I missed, or at least try to. And, and some of the brands that I'm talking about, and I mentioned yesterday in my broadcast at, on Periscope, you know, we've got, we've got Cut Golf Company. I've talked about them a lot. Listeners to this show know that I love that brand. They offer four different golf ball options. They offer a white, a red, a blue, and they also offer a gray. They, they name their golf balls based on colors. I think the most expensive one, and I don't have the website in front of me, but the most expensive dozen that they sell, I think, is $30, maybe. The cut grays are fantastic golf balls. I played two rounds with those. I've been talking about these golf balls for a few weeks now. You guys are probably sick of me talking about it. But my score didn't falter because I'm using a cheaper ball. So what's the point? What's the point of me going out and spending more money if my score's not going to change? I don't see the point. So what's important in, in the eyes of the golfer that's playing might be different than what's important for the folks that are trying to sell you those golf balls. So, admittedly, I took a very unofficial poll. I already read off the results, but I wanted to take it a little step further. I went to, again, to talk about the Hackers uh, Paradise Forum. You can go visit it at thehackersparadise.com. I'm going to go to it right now. And a little bit earlier in the day, I put out a question to them as well. What is the max that you'll spend on a dozen golf balls? And right now, as I go, right now at 6.03 p.m. Central Standard Time, I go up there and it's the number one trending thread. Thank you, folks. There's 62 replies, 518 views, which, you know, in message board talk, that's not a lot. But, you know, it's a, it, it obviously drove a lot of discussion. And guess which dollar amount? I, I asked the same question. I didn't give any options. I didn't give any dollar amount thresholds. But what do you think is, was the most commonly cited threshold? It was $30. This person says... $30, maybe $35, depending on the ball. This person says, I'll spend 
on the super soft if I can't find the new duo optics at $19.99. Of course, they're talking about the Wilson duo optics, those nice multicolor golf balls that are going to retail for about $20 a dozen. The Wilson duo golf ball, by the way, I'm looking at a few uh, in the corner of my office right now. Great golf balls. I've played them. Again, no loss in distance. Minimal law. They felt different in terms of spin. But I didn't, my score didn't change that much. So is the counter argument, well, if your score is not changing that much, if it's remaining consistent, what's, what's the difference if you play a cheaper golf ball versus the least expensive or, or a more expensive golf ball? That'd be a dumb argument. Mm. Pardon me while I imbibe in my fun-sized beer. But pages and pages, posts and posts on this forum topic, all basically come around $30 to $35. This is what people are saying. $30 after playing with the likes of a MaxFly U6 Tour and Kirkland Balls, my max is set. Maybe Kirkland's signature, those Costco golf balls that came out, which, you know, they're not the same ball anymore, by the way, folks. Maybe that was the maybe that was the linchpin in this whole thing. Maybe that was the uh, the last straw. Maybe that was the, the, the golf ball that introduced to us the fact that maybe you can, you know, skimp out a little bit on the money that you're spending on golf balls. Who knows? I felt it was a great golf ball myself, the original Kirkland. Because, again, like I said, they're not the same golf ball anymore. So, what's the point? Well, the point is, a lot of people have opinions on what, how much they're willing to spend. Everyone's got different price points on what they're willing to spend. But, I'm telling you, you don't have to break the bank. Again, I'm telling you this. You don't have to break the bank to play this game. I've said this a few times, and not just in the context of golf balls. I've said it in golf clubs. You can go and buy secondhand. We had sideline swap. The folks over there on the show, and they were talking a little bit about what they do. And it's a secondhand, it's basically a played against sports online. I don't know. I just I just don't feel that you have to, to go and, and spend your entire paycheck every week just to play this game. So, folks, for those of you who are watching on Periscope, thanks again for tuning in. We're going to be able to give away something here very momentarily. <laughs> hey, Bill, how's it going? My friend over at Michigan Golf Live. I'm becoming the king of all golf media. Highly doubt that, but I appreciate your support, Bill. Um, the folks, uh, the gentleman who's actually checking in right now is uh, Mr. Bill Hobson. He runs a fantastic podcast over at Four Golfers Network. I highly encourage you to go ahead and uh, download that as well. Subscribe to that podcast. They're great. He's been on the show a couple times. I've been on his show a couple times. Yeah, man, pop filter, headphones, the whole nine yards. I tried to make it. I tried, I tried to make it real, you know. I got the Tiger shirt. We got Tiger coming back in just a few days. I think 15 is the count now. But uh, be sure to go out there and uh, subscribe to the Four Golfers Network podcast. And Bill actually has quite a few other podcasts that he does that, uh, you know, you want to check out as well. So we got a question here from Periscope. How many holes do you think Tiger will complete? Will complete or complete? I'm sorry, I can't read. How many holes do I think that Tiger will complete in his tournament? I feel, Bill, that he's going to finish all of the uh, of the holes that he needs to play. <laughs> That's a weird phrase. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, at this point, it, he took so long to come back. I think Tiger's actually going to be able to uh, 
to hold it together for a little bit. I, I hope he does, for crying out loud. I mean, at this stage, I mean, what are we expecting from this guy? I mean, we can't we can't uh, just sit back and think, all right, well, he's going to come back, you know, way too soon every time now, even though that's pretty much what he did every comeback prior to this one. But uh, to answer your question, Bill, I actually think he's going he's gonna to play well. I think he's uh, going to certainly finish. Um, you know, from what we're hearing, and we're hearing it more from uh, people outside of his camp than just, you know, uh, Team Tiger. You know, the likes of Ricky Fowler, for example. Uh, a few others are saying, Hank Haney said a few things. You know, they're saying, hey, you know, he's actually he looks pretty good. So, you know, I anticipate that he's going to play the entire tournament. All right, so what I've got up here is I've got uh, apparently Luke Donald was in the news today, and um, I've got uh, golfweek.com open up right here. We got Jeff, Jeff Babineau uh, with his article, and this is actually the first I've seen of this. I, uh, I did not know that this was going on, so I'm just going to react to this the same way that uh, maybe that if you're hearing this for the first time, you're going to react to it. So Englishman Luke Donald withdrew from the RSM Classic on Thursday after experiencing chest pains. I did not know that. That sent him to a local hospital for a, a precautionary battery of tests. Oh my goodness gracious. Poor Luke. On his Instagram account, Donald wrote that he experienced chest pains Wednesday night and it worsened on Thursday morning. So instead of heading to a golf course, he was admitted to Southeast Georgia Health System where he underwent seven hours of tests on his heart. Wow. That's that's scary. Um, so uh, he then says, uh, all looks good with my heart, thankfully, Donald said, sending out a picture of him in his hospital bed. And it is a funny, <laughs> kind of a funny derp, uh, picture of Luke Donald uh, on his Instagram. But, now that's scary. He's only 39 years old. Hello, folks, who just uh, joined on Periscope. Um, he was making his second start of the PGA Tour's fall season after, complete, after competing in three events in Europe this fall. And, of course, it reminds us that he was a former world number one. Wow, that's scary. You know, um, you don't hear too much about those types of issues on the golf course. Um then again, I think didn't John Daly um, get into a get into a little knee issue um, not too long ago on the golf course? And then of course, uh, who was it? Lucas Glover just slipped. I forget what tournament it was. It was you know a couple months ago by now, but he slipped, and I think he hurt himself as well. Just swinging a golf club. It's a very dangerous sport, boys and girls. We have to be careful out there. All right. So, at any rate. Let's see how we're doing on time. Not too bad, not too shabby. Let's take a quick look at uh, some of the stuff we got going on here on Twitter. Oh, our our good friend uh, Fupresti at Fupresti, he likes to you know give it to me every so often. Says the guy playing Mira Irons and a club champion fitted epic driver, get off your high horse. And this is in in reference to uh, a tweet that I sent out. Uh, following up on that poll that I referenced earlier in this episode, 54% of you would be comfortable spending at least $40 for a dozen golf balls. Didn't know I was dealing with a bunch of high rollers and royalty. <laughs> so a fitting uh, reply from our friend Fu Presti. Um, hey, you know, first of all, get your facts straight. That is a um, true spec fitted Epic driver. And uh, yes, I do play those irons. And yes, those are very expensive. And, uh, you have a fine point. But the fact of the matter is, you don't have to play those. I just like the way they look. And unfortunately, most people 
who probably play a lot of those brands, um, looking at a lot of people at who play PXG, they probably buy it really for the status symbol. Now, lo and behold, and I've always been very transparent about this, I have the opportunity to try out some equipment, and uh, more often than not, I have the chance to keep the equipment that I try. And so the folks at those uh, particular companies that I mentioned, uh, with the exception of PXG, uh, helped me out with those particular things, and so everything is nice and happy in the world. Um, But, at the risk of sounding like a hypocrite, the friend, our friend here, uh, does make a, a fair point. And so is there a... A, a big difference in price for all golf equipment versus the ones that you need in order to shoot the same score. Yeah, of course there is. Uh, it'd be the same thing as saying, you know, why buy a Ferrari when you can just go buy, you know, a, I don't know, a Honda Civic. Uh, you're going to get to the same place. Both get you from point A to point B. One looks a little better. Unfortunately, I don't think that same argument applies for something like golf balls golf balls are golf balls, right? I mean, if we're going to start saying that the Pro V1 is the Ferrari of golf balls, I don't really know what you're getting out of that. So, thank you for your tweet, though. I really appreciate that. Mm. All right. I've been yammering on a little uh, longer than I wanted to, but um, let's get to contest time. I know I said I was going to get to a few questions from the listeners here. Um, We're getting a few in Periscope. We're getting a few on Twitter. So I want to make sure that I get to a couple of those. Actually, we're getting to some more, uh, <laughs> just some more comments. So thanks to those folks who are sending those in. Um, let's do a quick, uh, let's do a little bit of a, of a podcast uh, contest here. Um, so we're talking about golf balls. I am making the argument that you don't have to break the bank to uh, to play a great set of golf balls. Um, those of you who listen to the show know that I've I'm a fan of specific brands. I mentioned uh, two of those brands uh, earlier when I was referencing one of the tweets that I got. Um, I'm a huge Callaway golf fan. Uh, Yes, I do like Mira. They make fantastic golf clubs, obviously. Um, But as far as golf balls go, I've always, and certainly most recently, but really for a long time, have been a fan of both Bridgestone and Strixon golf balls. Now, um, to help you guys understand that you don't have to go and pay a ton of money for a good golf ball. I'm going to give away to a lucky Twitter follower, and I'm going to explain the rules here in a second, one dozen of the Strixon Z-Star XV golf balls. Uh, These are the tour yellows, so, you know, for those of you who might not like the yellows, maybe don't get involved in the contest, but somebody you might know probably does. But I'm going to give away a dozen of these to a Twitter follower who goes ahead and, first of all, you have to listen to this podcast. You're going to have to get to this point in the podcast. And all I want you to do is just send me either an email or a tweet asking me why you prefer to play golf balls at a certain price point. That's all you got to do. I don't even care if you you pay $70 or whatever for a dozen golf balls. I'm going to take... One of you, one of your replies, the one that I like the most, and I'm going to not only read it on air, I'm going to go ahead and also send you a dozen golf balls. So, how do you get involved? Well, you just find me on Twitter. It's at Golf Unfiltered. Just send me a reply, simple little message on Twitter, and or you can send me an email 
golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Going to have a little bit more room in the email, um, even though Twitter did expand to 280 characters now. Um, but just tell me why you pay the price point that you pay for your golf balls. Um, be as honest as you want. Say whatever you want. There's no censorship here. And you can, you know what, you can email and reply to me on Twitter if you want two entries into it. And so uh, this contest is going to run until this weekend. I'm going to go ahead and choose just somebody at random. Um, somebody that, uh, well, I guess it's not really random. It's somebody that I think uh, makes the strongest argument for why they pay what they pay. And I'm going to send you a dozen golf balls. So easy enough. That's all the time we have for today, folks. Thanks to those of you who joined on both Periscope and for those of you who have downloaded this episode. It was a little bit of a different episode. You can tell that the golf season is uh, is kind of winding down, and so we're trying different things. Oh, and by the way, um, last week I did a sort of a bonus podcast where I read the first chapter of my book, The Bag Room. Now, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, the very most recent episode prior to this one Um, I read a chapter from a book that I wrote in 2011. It's not the best book in the world, although I like it, but um, it didn't get any traction. And so what I figured is, you know what, I'm just going to read it to you guys. Why not? Um, I got some good feedback from that. It's really difficult to actually read something that you've written in front of a microphone. I mean, that's not easy. (laughs) I I didn't know it was going to be that difficult. Uh, Probably helps if I learn how to read. But uh, I think I'm going to do chapter two. You guys, uh, those of you who sent stuff in, you seem to have liked it. You kind of want to hear more. Uh, fine, I'll do that. And so uh, stay tuned for a, uh, another bonus episode of this podcast where it's just going to be me reading the second chapter of my book, The Bagroom. So at any rate, once again, to get involved in the contest to try to win a dozen Strixon Z-Star XV. They're there right here for the folks on uh, Periscope. If you want to win these, send me a reply at Golf Unfiltered or an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com, letting me know why you pay what you pay for the golf balls that you prefer. Okay? Aside from that, thanks for fo- uh, thanks to you folks for uh, downloading episode 134 of this podcast. We will get rocking and rolling again next week with another show. And if I don't talk to you before then and you don't hear uh, from me before then, have a great Thanksgiving Stay close to your families. Um, appreciate all the time that you have with them and all that fun stuff. Thanks for downloading. We'll talk soon.